Hello and welcome to another episode of the Two Bros Podcast. We are Two Bros. This is the Two Bros Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Well, no, needless to say, it's been a while, but uh, I have a very good excuse. Uh, I got, as I mean, as the title of this episode can tell you, I got uh, laser eye surgery done. Um, friends of mine would have known I've been wearing uh, glasses for like almost 12 years now. This was this goes all the way back to uh, the, my college days, my academy days. And uh, over the years, it's been uh, progressing. It's been getting worse and worse. But we'll get to that. But that's my, that's the reason why I've been away. Uh, we'll talk about it in detail. And this is why I wanted to do this episode. Because uh, honestly, it's been one of the best decisions of my life. And uh, I, I honestly feel like a different person now. But I uh, wanted to talk about that. And then a bunch of other things which have been happening. And then that's exactly why I've been busy but the reason which uh, compelled me to come back uh, and record this episode this on this cold, frigid December morning uh, is uh, that the Spotify Wrapped uh, came out for uh, for this podcast. And uh, honestly, um, you know, on a daily basis, I try to check the number of listens and stuff, but you don't get a full picture. Over, over a period of 365 days, it gives you a, you know, a much uh, bigger understanding of how well you're doing. And... Honestly, I'm I'm really happy with the numbers. I'm really happy with the listenership. And uh, we just wanted to take a minute to thank you guys out there who've stuck around, who like this podcast and uh, who listen to it uh, regularly and who, who encourage me to, you know, keep uh, doing this uh, whenever I can. People have liked the series of Life at Sea a lot. They have a lot of questions. A lot of questions were answered and uh, people have gotten in touch and said we had no idea that this used to be the case. But uh, yeah, I'm really happy to hear that uh, response from people and it keeps me encouraged, like I said. So thank you very much. And I hope you continue this journey with me in 2023 as well, because I'm going to be on it. A lot of things in play. We're going to talk about all of these things one by one. So yeah, that's about it. Hopefully I'm going to be regular now. The uh, distractions are all done. The uh, bunch of exams which I had lined up are more or less done. So yeah, let's get to it. So uh, the plan was to get uh, a checkup done right after I got back home. And uh, luckily, I got a date within a week. And uh, this is, uh, I'm talking about Shroff Eye Center in Delhi. And uh, I think a friend of mine got it done. And uh, I think a distant relative also got it done from this place. So we knew about it. And we knew it's the best in Delhi. And uh, I got an appointment done. And this is a prerequisite. They need to check your eye structure, your thickness of your cornea, and a bunch of other things, uh, which uh, they will they will basically they confirm if you can qualify as a, as a candidate for LASIK surgery as well. So that went well. And uh, I was expecting a date of, uh, let's say, sometime in the middle of October. And that was that was my rough estimate. And I don't know why I thought about that, uh, thought about that date and that amount of duration between the actual surgery and uh, the test. But to my surprise, the, uh, the doctor said, you can get operated the next day. And I was a bit surprised. I was like, what? But then it made it kind of made sense because that was the Diwali, the Shara time in India. Nobody wants to get operated. Nobody wants to get, uh, you know, be bedridden uh, during this. And not that you are bedridden. We'll come to that. But you need to be careful with your eyes. You don't really need to uh, mingle, move around that much. Just got to be careful. And nobody wants to do that. People want to move around in the festive season. You know how it is. So 
the slots were just wide open it was ridiculous so i said i i got to i got to pounce upon this opportunity i got to do it right now uh but then by the time i responded i went home and discussed it with my parents because I needed to check with them what their schedule is going to be like because i was going to be entirely dependent on them for my uh care for a couple of days at least but uh, they said yeah the sooner the better let's do this and it's not like we do much anyway on any festival we're not that festive we i think we moved past it uh, i don't know why people still do the whole crackers and whatever thing and for diwali or whatever but okay to each his own but uh, we're not a part of that so i got and by the time i reacted i that uh, the day the next day was gone and the and thursday was available that was the 6th of uh, october if i'm not wrong yeah 6th of october so i got it and i got the appointment and uh, 6th of october me and my mom we went to this uh, place in greater kalash that's where they operate you they test you in cp cannot place but uh, the surgery itself takes place in uh, greater kalash uh, so that day three people turned up three just three of us and uh, that was for lasik i'm guessing there were others for cataract and they have different uh, departments and different levels in that building so i don't know who all turned up for what all but three of us for lasik and uh, i was the second uh, person in line so they test your eye one more time and this is what i want to do because there's enough literature available on the internet to tell you what lasik is and i will go through that briefly i want to tell you what it's like from the patient's uh, point of view because uh, that i think that will prepare you for what's to come because it can feel a little bit intimidating and uh, daunting so on the day of the surgery they call you up uh, they check your vision one more time just to confirm everything is in place and they put some eye drops and uh, whatever and once your turn is up you once once you're uh, you called you basically have to uh, wear these uh, surgery gowns these hospital gowns uh they they provide you with that freshly dry clean and freshly uh, you know pressed so you got to change into that and uh, they make you wear a like a hair net cap you know like a whatever like a hair net thing that you got to wear uh and then they make you lie down on a table flat and uh, this is where it begins you 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 got equipments on either side of you or the side of your head basically and uh, you're there and the table kind of swivels from the center so you and post this point you don't have to do anything this is very important that you don't do anything you just follow instructions and the instructions are just keep your eye open and just look at this light that's blinking that's it that's all you got to do and this took me back to the day uh, in 2020 when i went for skydiving i was so mortified when they when they opened up the plane doors and the people started jumping off and then a thought came to me i'm like for the next minute and minute and a half just give control of your body to this person who is strapped behind you just let them dictate what's what and you just like just give just give up control of your body to this other person and that came in handy because that's exactly what i did so it begins with uh, some checks they install a clamp I'm also going to be reading from this website from the American Academy of Ophthalmology because it makes a lot of sense and whatever I read would did did actually happen. So they they make you lie down, they put a lot of fluid on your eyes both of them and they put some kind of a clamp. It's a, like a eye, they call it an eyelid holder so you don't blink it just stays open the entire time. It's if you look at it it looks really scary. uh there's a new series called peripheral which is out on amazon prime and the second episode i believe they do uh, they use these clamps and uh, it looks really horrific you know it looks like something out of a horror movie but uh, from a from a patient you don't a patient's point of view you don't feel anything it's just uh 
see these clamps coming towards you. And in fact, beforehand, they put some kind of drops which like numb your eye, uh, you know, the, they now just kind of numb your eye muscles or something just a little bit. You don't feel anything. So once the clamp is in place, they now they then put a suction ring. You know, they kind of like, it's a ring with a little, it looks like a tiny magnifying glass, but it goes around your eye and you can feel it. They kind of like press it down on you, on your eye. So I feel like your eye kind of pops up a bit. That's what I felt. It kind of pops up out of the socket. And uh, after the surgery was done, I kind of I could feel the uh, like a dull ache around this uh, socket in my skull, a very dull ache. But again, this is not something you it doesn't it's, it doesn't feel, uh, feel bad. And once they press it in place, it just stays there, and you don't feel you don't think about it again. Uh, the website says you will feel pressure like a finger pressing firmly on your eyelid. At this point, your vision will go dim or black, and this is this did happen. A uh, lot of bright lights above you, and then suddenly you just kind of lose focus. Okay. And now they, they turn you towards, and this is what happened in, in Shroff, they turn, you, uh, they turn me towards the left. And they've, they've done this on both eyes. They got clamps installed on both eyes, and you're, all, you're just there. You're just lying there. And uh, at this point, the doctor is like constantly reassuring you that it's fine, it's standard procedure, you're doing well, just uh, stay still, it's all right, we got this, we do this every day, there's no problem. And uh, then the procedure starts. So... What they do is, and I'm going to read this from this uh, website, it says, uh, using either a device called a microkeratome keratom, keratom, or a laser, your ophthalmologist makes a paper-thin flap cut in your corneal tissue, then they lift and fold this flap back. And I remember this very distinctly because they turn you to your left and they say, okay, you got to look at this eye, and then there's like a clicking sound. And that's the laser being, uh, you know, pointing, uh, pointed at the right location. And that basically cuts your cornea and they, f they, fla they fold it backwards. And at that point, your vision is just gone. You can see lights, you can see it's bright, but nothing is in focus, it's just blank. And uh, there are the points where people, uh, they put like fluids, they put liquid, and uh, I, I, mean, I, don't what kind of, what kind of, I don't know what kind of drops they put there. Uh, just to keep it irrigated, basically, and uh, let's say to keep the infections out, I'm guessing. So at this point, you completely, uh, uh, you know, you can't see anything. And with one eye done, they then flip you towards the right-hand side. And this is where the surgery happens. And I'm just going to read this from the bit. It says, you will be asked to stare directly at a target light so that your eyes will not move. And that's very important. The, the doctor keeps telling you this, that... You need to keep looking at this, and the success of your surgery depends entirely on how uh, still you keep your eye. Because, of course, it's a high-powered laser which is coming at your eye, and you need to keep it focused because uh, we'll come to that. Uh, and then the laser is a special instrument that has been programmed with measurements for your eye. So these are the measurements they took during your uh, checkups, and that data is all available. So if you move around, it's going uh, to ruin your uh, the success, like it said. And the next point, it says, while your ophthalmologist is using the laser, you will hear a clicking sound. After reshaping your cornea, cornea the eye surgeon folds flat back down in position and smoothens the edges. Okay. So here's what happens. Now is the daunting bit, because just before you start, the doctor tells you there's going to be a smell, and that's okay. That's standard procedure. Don't be, don't be alarmed. And I was like... At that point, I remember thinking, smell? What, what is a smell and a laser? What, what, what do they have in common? What, what's the common ground here? And then the laser starts clicking, and you start looking at that uh, blinking LED light. You try to stay focused there. And it's very important. You do tend to zone out a bit because it's, it goes on for like 30 seconds. You do tend to zone out a bit, but you got to stay alert and stay off focus on that LED blinking light. You, uh, it's, it's very common. 
but then the smell came and then then i realized what that smell was it was the smell of burning flesh or muscle or whatever and it's a very un- if you if you don't know what that smell is like take a strand of your hair and burn it in a candlelight that's the kind of smell it is it's burning protein basically if i'm not wrong and uh, when that happened i realized okay what's what's happening because basically what that laser is doing is it's reshaping your cornea that's what it's uh, that's what it does let me just read this bit here with lasik the ophthalmologist uses a laser to change the shape of your cornea so with that he's he or she is basically uh, burning away the excess and just like kind of smoothing it out so that the light gets focused on your retina and that smell it it kind of yeah it kind of unsettled me for a bit but then i was like yeah okay it's just 30 seconds just hang in there so with that done uh, they again flip you back to the left side they shut your corneal flap they put a lot of fluid on it and then they put some tape and bandage on your eye that eye is done and then the same procedure repeats for the other eye it's done uh post that they will uh, tell you to once everything is done they'll take away all the bandages all the everything and they'll uh, ask you to get up and immediately ask you to see something opposite like for me it was a wall clock they said can you tell me what time it is and i had been told by a friend beforehand that immediately your vision turns to hd but that didn't happen with me so i was thoroughly disappointed i felt like i thought i had like drifted away and the laser kind of ruined my eye or something i, I was really upset for a couple for a for a while that my vision is not hd immediately so i was a bit worried there but anyway they ask you to get up they put some more drops they tell you to put, uh, take out your sunglasses put them on and just wait in the lobby uh and all of this took like 20 minutes i was in and out and that's it and uh, by the time i came out the person who went before me was already uh, on her way to uh, head out and that that's that's it that's all it takes and uh, so yeah after that uh, another person went in got operated they just like like, like i said there are three of us uh she called us uh, again one by one and uh, by this time i changed back into my normal clothes and i looked at my eye in the mirror it looked fine it was just red uh there was a dull ache like i said in my socket a little bit of a pain in on the eye at the actual eye because of course and i could feel uh, the numbness suddenly subsiding and the pain slowly kind of coming back but again nothing that i couldn't handle it was just a dull ache so she came uh, she called us back again one by one and then she explained uh, she wrote down what kind of drops you got to do at what frequency and how many times a day what uh, you know whatever told you about dietary restrictions nothing they said she said immediately you can have your comfort food she said things like do not take a head bath for a week don't get got don't get any water near your eyes for a week at least as long as you can uh, you can shower from the neck down after 2 days um again i obviously no sports uh, nothing that can impact your eye and while sleeping you got to wear these plastic cups you got to tape it to your to over your eyes and then sleep because no pressure you know you, you do tend to flip over to the side and you never know what kind of you end up sleeping on your face and then you know it presses against your eye you don't want to do that so they give you uh, they give you plastic cups and uh, some tape and then a whole list of uh, drops that you got to do and that's when i asked the doctor that doctor i was told that my vision will get immediately uh, you know better it's going to be perfect immediately and she laughed and she said you know this is not maggi 2 minute noodles that's not how it works it's a long process uh, it will come back to you you just got to do the due diligence and it's going to be fine so that was a bit reassuring and um, 
ऑनेस्टली द होल ऑर्डियल अगेन दिस इज द फर्स्ट टाइम आई आई गॉट एनी कैन ऑफ सर्जरी डन एंड जस्ट आई मीन दैट गुड बेड साइड मैनर्स जस्ट टू से द लीज द डॉक्टर्स दे जस्ट वेरी कम्फर्टिंग एंड दे लुक लाइक द न्यू वर्ट टू दे वेरी प्रोफेशनल इट वॉज वेरी आई फेल कम्फर्टेड बाई देयर कॉन्फिडेंस and their reassurance that everything is fine and i'm doing well that really helped me calm my nerves because it can be daunting like i said anyway so when back home and uh, i at this point i'm like trying to read distant billboards and i can see glimpses that okay things have improved a bit it's not that uh it's not perfect yet but it's not as bad as as it used to be with the glasses uh without glasses sorry before the surgery and the ride back was a bit uh, tricky because suddenly you're really aware of all the dust in the air and all the traffic and you're in a cab we didn't want to go take a car there because there's no parking um and suddenly you're aware and then you're aware of every single bump and every single um, you know hard brake that the driver does and you're like uh, you're really really concerned but anyway we got home and um, immediately they they told us what to do and start putting the eye drops at this hour and this hour and this hour so all in all i got four drops Uh, and again this depends it 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 varies from person to person uh, i was given four drops and a gel uh four hour frequency four times a day and uh, the gel was once a day for two weeks and then two of these eye drops were for uh i think it was one was for three weeks one was for a month one was for two months and one was for four months so yeah that was the frequency you just got a follow the chart and do as exactly as they say and now these eye drops are available everywhere uh, i got the first round from the pharmacy at the hospital itself the subsequent uh, uh, orders were from uh, apps like 1mg and uh, everything else it's it's all there it's all available any chemist shop it's nothing uh, fancy you can just order it it gets there it gets delivered to your house and uh, that's about it following that uh, i mean i just stayed at home for a month because i was like uh, it just makes sense because then i don't need to worry about cooking and uh, you know taking taking care of the house and entertaining people or whatever so i just stayed at home with the parents and uh, blessed them they were to care of everything i just i just stayed there and uh, all i did was i didn't want to be on my phone all i did was i listened to podcast uh, for basically the whole day <coughs> excuse me and that was a good thing where uh i was just uh, that's all i did i just listened to podcast and i remember i was averaging like 50 hours of podcast for every 10 days and that was that's basically a, like two days out of 10 days i spent listening to podcast and that was a good cycle like you wake up you put your eye drops you close your eyes and then you just drift off into those again i slept a lot like a lot lot and uh, yeah the cups that they tell you to put on your eyes they get a bit uncomfortable after a point because it's you don't used to it basically but eventually you do get used to it uh, and then it's fine so and then what does happen is slowly but surely your vision starts to stabilize there are days when it's very clear then there are days when it's less clear there are days when there's a lot of uh, flow there are a lot of floaters in front of your vision it kind of fluctuates a bit and they say it's all normal so immediately uh, a day after the surgery or two days i think after the surgery i was called three days maybe i can't remember exactly i was called for a checkup and they just check how your eyes healing if you've had any infections if you've been taking your drops and stuff and everything went smoothly everything looked fine and right there on the third day they asked me to read a chart and i've been dreading these charts because i the first time i failed uh, an eye test i almost lost my job and i i was in college because they they're really strict about these uh, eye 
you know strength of your power basically uh, if if you can't read the board you basically you don't qualify in in the merchant navy that used to be a thing especially for deck officers uh, and since i don't remind you i was a dual so i almost i was almost thrown out because i failed the i test but i stuck around and i i've started dreading those to a point where the subsequent uh, tests i used to mug up the the boards and uh, especially the last line because that's all they ask you to read then nobody cares about the whole thing so you mug up the last line then you read it and then you pass that's what i did that's how i survived all this while but uh, this time for the first time in my life i could read the whole board and i was ecstatic it was brilliant okay it wasn't hd clear or not that not yet but i could see i could tell i could make out the characters and i could tell okay this is what it is and it was a game changer i was so happy that day anyway came back home continued with the uh, the drops uh, and one after the other they started uh, the, the, like the dates are right but i had to stop them and after i stopped this one i drop called predford which is like a milky kind of a thing that blurs your vision the most not only that if you pour a little excess of predford it kind of like dries up on your eyelids and it's got a milky kind of a texture so it just solidifies and becomes like crusty around your eyes So every time you would sleep after putting Predford and wake up, you had like crusty eyes, and you had to keep wiping them with these uh, sterile uh, eye wipes. And Predford stopped, and then after that, the vision started getting better. And then after that, the uh, Deuceria eye gel stopped, which is also it. It's a gel, and then again, the winters had kind of set in, so the gel became a little stiff. So they put the good goes in your eye, then you really got to blink, blink, blink. So it stays, and it's kind of like solidifies with your body heat. So it liquefies with your body heat and just kind of spreads a bit. uh that ended and then uh, another one what is the other one there's another one uh, that was there that stopped now i'm only on two eye drops uh, optimized ultra is number is the best one of them uh that's that's the one they tell you that's your emergency sos any time you feel dry eye any time you feel you outside you feel like something's gone in your eye just use as much as you can just put it and just go crazy it's all good it's uh, it's it's your it's your sidekick <laughs> excuse me the other one which is going on is one called hylosoft that's still going on that'll go on for another 10 days i think and then it's uh, then it's a wrap on the hylosoft as well and that's it and uh, this uh, the optimoys ultra you've been asked to uh use for the next 4 months so that's going to go on till february and that's it then i'm just down to one drop and then four times a day and it's not like you got to do four hourly intervals you just got to do it four times a day and uh, that's it you just find time in your uh, schedule or whenever schedule time or put alarms or something just figure it out <clears throat> following that i was called for another checkup after a month of surgery everything looked fine and I, then i was called for another checkup after 6 weeks which was on the 1st of december a couple of days ago and then uh, the doctor was very happy with the progress and she says i can tell because eventually after uh, enough time has elapsed from the date of the surgery people stop being religious with their eye drops and their uh, the, the healing gets affected and from your the way your eye your eye has healed i can see that you've been religious with your drops and i said i told her like the only time i missed my drops in this two month period was probably like a day and that was it so she was very happy with that and then she asked me to come again in february after 8 weeks So January and February first week is my next checkup and then as it stands now I wake up with a very stable vision everything is clear as soon as I open my eyes I do get a little bit of a glare that is a common question especially at night with cars driving at high beam that's a lot of glare and then immediately when I wake up in the morning the sun's out and it's it's uh, it's a little hard to uh, 
adapt in the beginning but you do you get around you get you know your eyes adjust and it becomes fine after that that's not a problem to be honest uh some other questions people might have i'm not sure what else what what questions did i have sports yes so i asked her immediately if i can uh, start playing tennis she said avoid it for at least a month you don't want to get hit in the eye with anything and you don't want dust going in Oh yeah they do tell you to wear sunglasses every time you step out but not indoors every time you step out you got to wear sunglasses not for uh, protection against glare it's against dust you don't want that and at least for the first month you got to be very very religious with it travel yes you can within a couple of uh, within a week you can travel anywhere by train by air or whatever as long as you take your drops you're careful with your eyes it's all good do whatever you like it's all good she said you can start running you can start walks you can start going out in the world but uh, be careful with uh sports because you can get hit in the eye and stuff be careful about that uh the cup stopped after about a week or 10 days that i've i've never seen them again that's gone um and uh yeah other things i asked her was i i have a i told her i have a sinus problem so i use steam uh, the steam inhaler sometimes she said steam is perfectly fine there's no problem and then i asked her can i use the other eye drops because i used to use these other eye drops which had a small amount of alcohol content in them and they used to like sting and burn a bit she said wait till i give the green light till then you just use the ones i've said uh, once this whole uh, routine is done for four months then uh, we'll see and then i can recommend uh, what the future course is so till then just don't do anything don't use any other drops just stay stick with it medications you can carry on with it uh, whatever you were taking it's all good but just again consult with your doctor there are no dietary restrictions like i said you can start eating whatever uh in terms of stepping out as long as you're careful like my friend uh, got uh, surgery on thursday and on monday she was back in office uh with all the due diligence it can be done uh it would be best if you can get uh, like a work from home thing going on for you see what how your company uh, cooperates with you in this thing that's uh, that's case to case thing but uh for me i was lucky that i didn't have to go anywhere and i stayed at home and uh, things were pretty good And now I'm out in the world. Everything is fine. I can read properly. I can see things. I'm watching the World Cup without glasses, and I feel like an amazing person. Honestly, it's it's a different thing. And this is one thing they don't tell you. No amount of literature will tell you this is my personal experience. I don't know if others experience this or not. So I used to squint without uh, my glasses, and uh, uh, even with glasses, I used to kind of squint when I used to look at stuff. And now with this, my eyes, I feel like my eyes are you know they're they're more open and that i don't know that allows more light and i feel like the world just looks brighter now and then because of that i'm a happier person i look better i feel better i feel good when i wake up I, it's bright it's sunny everything is in focus it's not dull it's not dull it's not out of focus it's fantastic and i love it and nobody told me that this was going to be the case and this is i'm this is like the biggest uh, change that i have experienced honestly post surgery and i love it uh one of the things i used to complain about was with with these thick glasses so i i my just for reference my power was minus 375 and minus 3.5 cylindrical and you wear these thick glasses that affects your depth perception it does and then when you play tennis and then if you have a problem with your depth perception with the with the tennis ball then it affects your game so i'm kind of waiting to just get back on the court and see how it how this has changed my game it'll be really interesting to see what happens i'll keep you posted on that but uh, that's about it that's a wrap uh, if you have any other questions about this do hit us up we have a website uh, the tubrospodcast.wordpress.com i would love to answer any questions you have uh, anything that i might have left out hit me up i will answer those questions and honestly 
I would really, really recommend this procedure. It's it's such a game changer. If you've been struggling with eyes, if you get these headaches in the center of your you know your bridge, just get it done. It's gonna go away. And yeah, the last bit of information uh, at Shroff, basically uh, for this procedure, I got a bladeless surgery because that's what they recommend. And uh, this is for like people with active lifestyle who want a minimal cut and they want to get back into the world as soon as possible. This procedure cost me it on paper it cost me about 92000 but if you tell them that a friend has referred you or uh, you give them uh, some reference of a friend or a relative who did get operated they cut it down they, i eventually paid 85000 for this uh, surgery both eyes and uh, honestly it's worth every single penny and with that being said i just want to take a moment to thank the staff at shroff i sent every time i've been there i've just come back with smiles on my face and especially uh, Dr. Dariel Mathur, she was my, she's the one who operated on me. Fantastic person. Such, it's funny meeting her every time. She's, uh, she's, she cracks jokes. She's hilarious. Uh, and she's a professional, a thorough professional. And that's amazing. Uh, the, I just felt confident under her care. It was very, very, it was a very pleasant experience in my opinion. And thanks a lot to guys at Shroff. You guys are doing a great job. And I hope you continue good work. And this is my bit. They asked me if I can do a Google review for them. I think I, I told them, I think I can do something better than that. I can give people my opinion. That's what I'm doing here. I really hope they get good business. They, they're doing the Lord's work, basically giving, giving eyesight back and giving uh, people uh, a better life, to be honest. It's, it's God's work, in my opinion. So thank you. Thank you so much, uh, guys at Shroff. I really, really appreciate it. That being said, any further questions, hit me up. You know where I'm at. And I will see you on the Flippity Flip. Stay tuned. There are more episodes coming up in the next couple of days. And uh, if you want to be a part of the show, you want to talk about something, you got something on your mind, hit me up. We're going to talk about it. And uh, yeah, let's see how it goes. Alrighty. See you around. Bye-bye.